everybody. I'm Mark. I'm Britton. And today we have a very, very special guest on today, uh, our friend Emily. Say hi, Emily. Hello. All right. And today we are going to be talking about the movie Reanimator. This is my uh, first time ever seeing it. Uh, this is my second. And I think this is uh, one of Emily's favorite movies, she said. Yes. So uh, let's just get started. Jump right in. Um, I guess as a good way to do this is let's kind of give a very, very brief description of what the movie's actually about, a brief plot summary. So, Britton? So, the film stars uh, Jeffrey Combs mm -hmm. uh, in, in another uh, kind of creepy, awkward role, which he is uh, very good at portraying. Uh, <laughs> Jeffrey Combs being one of my favorite underrated actors. Mm -hmm. uh, he plays... Uh, Herbert West. Herbert West, uh, who is, uh, you know, kind of coming in from uh, from Europe and uh, into this this prestigious college, and then uh, he's kind of a uh, fish out of water, a little bit of a... Uh, he's a, he's a snot-nosed little punk. Yeah, he he's a bit of a black sheep. And a, uh, so, uh, pretty much, he uh, his research is in reanimating dead tissue. Mm -hmm. He moves in with uh, the main character who, his name is Dan Kane, and he takes up residence in this guy's, I guess, little house. He yeah. goes into the basement and performs experiments on reanimation. And, well, one thing leads to another, and uh, we're going to get very spoiler-heavy in yeah. this podcast, as, a, as always. Though, it, in a movie called Reanimator, you have to, you have to expect there's going to be yeah. Rising from the dead. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, actually, like I said before, this was uh, one of my this not one of my this is my first time actually watching this movie, and I gotta say I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. Mm -hmm. um, I gotta ask Emily, what made uh, what about this movie like kind of I guess sets it apart for you? Because I know you do like uh, '80s horror movies, which is fan which is awesome. Um, I know you're a big fan of uh, the Evil Dead series. If oh, I'm not nice. mistaken. <laughs> Absolutely. So, like, what is it about Reanimator that you really that you really enjoy? I probably should have asked this beforehand, but is profanity okay? Oh, one hundred percent. Oh my God. Okay, so <laughs> I this was this the summer of 2020. I had not seen Reanimator until maybe July of oh, this wow. year. I know, okay. right? And I went to the Mahoning Drive-In Theater for their zombie weekend, and we stayed the whole weekend, but the night we were most looking forward to, um, I think it, uh, I'm not sure, I think it was, n okay, I don't remember, but on the bill <laughs> was Frankenhooker and oh. Reanimator. I haven't seen Frankenhooker. I think I have, but go ahead, I'm sorry. Frankenhooker is insane but like it was like a bill about like reanimation mm -hmm. like that certain night and okay. we all fell asleep like we were so stoked for frankenhooker it took all of our energy and reanimator was on last and we missed it so we were like ah oh, fuck like that's like the one that we like we felt obligated to see yeah yeah and so i'm really really happy we didn't see it there because when we got home and just like decided as roommates just to have like a movie night and watch it we were all like, what the fuck <laughs> is this? Like, I think up in, like, I have a really big issue with zombies. Like, yeah. I still don't like, I, George Romero movies freak me out. Like, even just okay. Night of the Living Dead, even though that's just like. Yeah, uh, more of a 
claustrophobic. Purple eyeshadow. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah too. <laughs> he has the it's most terrifying like, makeup in the business. <laughs> it's like, it's for some reason, like, people treating dead bodies like they're alive is, like, my biggest fear. Like, even Weekend at Bernie's. Never seen I it. I love Weekend at Bernie's. That is not <laughs> Great movie. Bernie! <laughs> You're missing something special with that one, but go on. I'm sorry, go on. <laughs> like, just this movie, like, for some reason, it just blew my mind. Um, I am not a fan of um, H.P. Lovecraft's stories. Like, I read them when I was younger, and I was just like, mm-hmm. eh. So this was never high on my list, but like Mm -hmm. the scene where Dr. Hill is like holding his head between the girl's legs was one of the most disgusting (laughs) things I've ever seen. I was sitting there, I was like, like, I can't believe I'm watching, I'm seeing this. (laughs) It it is 100% a a spectacle. I I can tell you the moment, um, you see... Early on, I was like, all right, you know, Jeffrey Combs is really selling it for me. I was like, I really like the way he has this, uh, this cocky but still awkward, you know, uh, personality. Yeah. Like I said, he has a, a screen presence that is just, you know, completely uncomfortable. And uh, I was on board, like, early on. And then when the uh, he reanimated the cat and they had, you know, they actually started doing the, the Cheyenne stuff. <laughs> I, I was like, yeah, this is actually pretty good. But the moment... The uh, again, this is going to spoilers, but the moment uh-huh. that the uh, Doctor Hill was walking in t- around, like carrying his own head in a pan, <laughs> I lost it. I started laughing my ass off. I was like, "What? What is this? This is great!" And it's so wild. It, it is. And uh, yeah, just I, the the screen presence. I, I want to get back a little bit to uh, Jeffrey Combs yeah. in, in his screen presence. Like he has, you know, very much a, a very similar screen presence in uh, the Frighteners. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. We were talking. We were actually talking about that um, uh, when we were watching the movie. Me and uh, Emily, because uh, yeah. uh, she, um, like, she. I don't think she's seen the Frighteners. And I was like, yeah, that's that was a good a, one. That was the first movie I seen him in. So to me, he's always Dammers because that was his character's name in the Frighteners. And uh, he he has the screen presence of that uh, that guy that stands too close to you in line, <laughs> and uh, you know, and, and you know, and sniffs your hair. Yep, yep, yep. Oh. Yeah, I've been there. I've I've been I've had my hair sniffed in line. And you sniffed others. Yes, that's what I do. That's why I'm, I'm a sniffer. I'm like um, the president. Yeah. Uh, but um, I. I, I, want, I do want to point out, this is something I was thinking about when I was watching the movie, uh-huh. is that uh, I really miss practical effects. Yeah. Be- oh my gosh, yes. Like, even though you can look at this movie and be like, yeah, he's just holding, like, someone's just holding this guy's neck, you know, yeah. from off screen. Or he's just holding a, a cat doll on his back. Yeah, it's like, it's still, it still has, uh, like, it's there, you know, it's something that's actually there. Yeah. Like, you know, there's a, a, a bit of cleverness uh, to it, and that's something that I really appreciate and i'm not going to sit there and say like that movies i have cgi are just bad in general i'm just mm-hmm. saying that i if i had my druthers i would prefer uh, prefer i would prefer <laughs> score and seven year ago i would prefer more practical effects yeah and I, I know for for budgetary reasons a lot of times uh cgi uh tends to take priority but there you know like you said there's just uh something about something tangible you know uh, you know, on, on screen, not you know, and not some actor talking to a tennis ball on a string. <laughs> um, here's one for you, Emily. Have you ever seen um, Dead Alive, or I guess it's called Brain Dead in uh, in uh, New Zealand? Yeah. New Zealand. That's on my list, isn't it? Directed by Peter Jackson. Yes, it is. It is. And that's that's kind of what I want to bring because that movie is uh, was very low budget, 
Um, and a lot of practical effects, and it was just a a treat, you know, just a, a wonderful treat. But it's kind of funny you mentioned that CGI might be more a budgetary thing, but it's like, man, Peter Jackson had like $50 and a yeah. camera, and he still made a, a more engrossing, you know, movie with practical effects. He had, he had $50 and an Easter egg food coloring kit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that's all he needed. I that's I know it's available in its entirety on YouTube. Oh, is oh, it really? Down. Yes. Yeah, so I'm I literally couldn't find it anywhere else. So I'm planning on watching that soon. Uh, my friend wanted to watch it with me, so I've been delayed in well, watching it. That's nice. I got. Isn't that considered like the goriest movie ever made? It's one of them. I will tell you. Uh, I think it, it it does. If I'm not mistaken, does deal with zombies. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> as long as it's funny. Oh like, yeah. That's why yeah. I'm so enamored with Evil Dead too. Like if it's funny evil dead 2 as as in like evil dead as well but also okay, evil yeah. dead 2 the movie 2 is my favorite um, of the evil dead uh i guess trilogy the ash trilogy though there is something to be said about army of darkness uh, it's okay <laughs> i i i'm i'm i do like my army of darkness. i think it's okay i i do think it's a step down after part two i think two is the best horror comedy i've ever seen I guess. Yeah, I mean, Army of Darkness is more, like, kitschy than it is horror. Yeah. Like, I understand there's, like, skeletons and scary monsters. Yeah. But it's, like, all kind of Ash fan service, which isn't a bad thing. Like, Ash is a great yeah, character, he, and I awesome. like to see it develop. But Evil Dead 2, um, when that... I forget his name, but when the girl's, like, dad who locked his wife in the cellar... Oh, yeah, yeah. comes oh, yeah. back with, like, a ghost, that scares me every single time. That was... Like, I never... It comes out of nowhere every time. Time. That that was Sam Raimi's brother. Oh, as really? uh, as the uh, the horror hag that that big that bloated lady that's in the basement. <laughs> yeah, oh, that, you, or, oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's Sam Raimi's brother. I I think the scene in Evil Dead Two. Not to get too far off from Reanimator, we'll get back to it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think my favorite scene in Evil Dead Two, the scene that always sells it to me. I know you probably know what I'm talking about, Britain, is uh, when he's just laughing his ass off with like you know all the the lamp and the oh you know, yeah the uh, the deer head and everything, and it just turns from a laughter to a scream. And it's like that is such a to me it's such a a, a, a funny. Uh, it's such a great moment in, in cinema, like, you know, just in general. It, it, it's, it's, he's skirting that line between, uh, sanity and, uh, like, like he, he, yeah, grip. he has to laugh or else he'll scream, and he eventually does. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so let's get back to Reanimator. Um, there's a lot, uh, to be said about this movie in terms of, um, I know it's based off an H.P. Lovecraft yeah. story, uh, and I think we were talking about this early on about maybe like do you think this was Lovecraft's answer to um, to Frankenstein because there's a lot of uh, similar ideas to Frankenstein that's in this story uh, I guess one idea bringing the dead back to life I guess that's it yeah <laughs> it's the one plot point yeah <laughs> but um, they kind of both deal with uh, a a a uh, We'll say a mad doctor, yeah, um, and a love interest that eventually turns bad, uh, and yeah, that's it. Reanimation. So I guess not a lot yeah. like it. No little girl in the lake, though. Not yet. That's maybe <laughs> the, maybe that's gonna be in Brighter Reanimator. I haven't yeah. seen that one. Oh, yeah, she's throwing girls in the lake left and right in that one. <laughs> so uh, going back to. Reanimator. Um, I guess we're still on Reanimator. Um, 
I, I will say, like I said before, the scene that, like, that sold me was that first time seeing the guy walk around with his head in a pan. Um, <laughs> so I got, I'm gonna do a little roundtable thing. What was, yeah. what was the first scene in Reanimator that kind of, kind of made you endeared to it? We'll start with, uh, we'll start with you, Britton, then we'll move on to Emily afterwards. Uh, I... Pretty much Jeffrey Combs in anything. Just is, when he uh, first appears. Yeah, like I, I, I the, even that uh, crappy. What was it? The Scream sequel he was in. Oh no, is uh, I I know what you did last. Yeah, summer. even in that he he was good. <laughs> like he was good. He's good as uh, Dammers. Mm -hmm. uh, he's like there is nothing that uh, I wouldn't watch that has Jeffrey Combs in it. And so uh, yeah, the moment he kind of just. Uh, suck, yeah, you. sucks the air out of the room. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was on board. Alright, so how about you, Emily? What was, like, the moment, because I know you said you saw this very recently, so it was a moment where you're just like, man, this is great, I want to watch this again and again. Um, okay, so, the moment, okay, and I also just realized earlier, I called Dr. Hill Dr. Halsey, but they're both, like, Dr. H, so it doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah. Doctor, you can just say Dr. H, we'll know. <laughs> so, the scene that, like, solidified it in my brain as being like one of my all-time favorites even though i saw it like seven months ago mm -hmm. was when dr hill which is like the love interest's father the dean of the school um is in the straight jacket in like the loony bin and he like pops up against the window oh like, yeah yeah i'm not easily frightened but that like that made me jump when i watched it and i was like holy shit like i haven't been scared watching a horror movie in like a very 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 long time. Like, I remember seeing Hereditary in theaters before, oh, like, no. the hype oh. about it was, oh, oh my gosh, no. yeah. We just, was, we just did a podcast on that, so. That was an ordeal. <laughs> I saw it, like, before any of, like, Ari Aster's hype, like, came into, like, mainstream stuff, yeah, and I didn't okay. know who he was. I just wanted to see it, because, like, I saw nonstop commercials of um, the dad being on fire, and I was like, maybe it will be okay and then like when charlie smacked her head on the pole i was like <laughs> i felt a little nauseous and i was like maybe i should go home but i stuck through it but this movie like i paused it a few times and was like jesus christ like this is kind of a lot and i was not expecting it and it's gross it, you know it it sneaks up on you because it yeah. it has a very um i'd say kind of restrained uh first couple acts you know, where, yeah. like, the first act, it's like, alright, you're introducing, you know, uh, Jeffrey Combs and this stuff. The, I'd say the second act begins with the, the cat being on the guy's back and, you know, doing all, like, you know, starting all that reanimation stuff. And even then, it's more about, like, the scientific method. And, and a lot of it's also building up, uh, building up his character. Yeah. As, because as, you don't know whether or not this, you know, going into this, that this guy is a genius or just a lunatic who is killing cats and putting it in his fridge. That's true. <laughs> and then, um, and it all builds into a climax where we literally have just a bunch of dead bodies rising in unison mm -hmm. from their slab. I'm like, man, this is great. But again, like, it it starts out just kind of, I wouldn't say slow, but, you know, very uh, meticulously paced. Yeah. And it it's like, if you told me in the first ten minutes that this, uh, this little wiener who's like arguing with his professor about brain death was going to result in a a dis uh, disembodied head being shoved between a woman's legs. I was like, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have seen that that twist coming. Or getting uh, tangled in entrails. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that reminds me of the the part. Have you guys seen Ash vs. Evil Dead, the TV series? I've I seen haven't. a few episodes. 
Oh, seen, there's like, the first like three. <laughs> some one episode. Ash has to like be in a morgue for some reason, and mm-hmm. there's the. Uh, the Necronomicon's hiding in one of the do- the bodies, and he like gets pulled up the, the asshole of like one of the corpses, and he's like, oh, "I'm in the butt." That it always reminds me of that. I have a I do have a question for you because we're gonna because um, we're gonna we always like to have these little discussions with our yeah. guests. Um, so since this is a horror movie, and I know you mentioned before that like uh, when the doctor kind of popped up and. Uh, Scared, you know, scared them in the little uh, straitjacket that kind of frightened you. Um, what would you consider the scariest movie that you've seen? Like one that, that you always find kind of scary. Uh, I guess we'll start to give you some time because uh, I know for me it is and will always be Poltergeist. I that is a good one. I love Poltergeist. I think it's a fantastic one of my favorite movies. But it, it always, it, it it has that perfect balance between. Uh, all and terror, and I think that is like the scariest movie I've seen. Yeah. Isn't it like mm. rated PG? I've never yep. seen it. Yeah. Oh, it's a good one. It is a. Uh, it just goes to show that because um, there's not really not a lot of gore in it. There's only one scene I would say that's actually gory. Uh, the. Do you think? What? The. Uh, oh yeah. The. Uh, okay. Um, right. <laughs> yeah, we were speaking in a little in you know yeah. but, vagaries. Uh, I don't know. Like, I think it's the scariest movie uh, Craig T. Nelson is in until Coach. Okay, <laughs> you leave Coach out of this. And uh, but uh, yeah, it's definitely a good one. Uh, I can't really think. Like, oh, Britain doesn't have any emotions. So yeah, I was gonna say I'm pretty much dead inside. So I, I like I, nothing really affects me. Maybe uh, uh, Charlotte's Web. Yeah, that was a sc- <laughs> that was a scary one. Yeah, absolutely terrifying. Look, there's a spider. Like I'm scared. Of- <laughs> I'm scared of spiders. What do you want me to say? (laughs) (laughs) All right, Emily, what about you? You guys are wacky. Um, (laughs) There's this one movie. I actually haven't even finished it because it was so terrifying to me. It involves people or a woman. It's called The Eyes of My Mother. Have you guys ever seen it? No. Sounds familiar. It came out in 2016. I saw it on Netflix. I don't know what else it came out on like it could have been like a theater release but i don't know netflix (laughs) and this girl grows up and her mom's like a either a vet or a surgeon but she like she cuts open some form of bodies uh, for her work and Hmm. this girl grows up around it and then like suddenly this guy like it's set in the past like before cell phones this guy comes to their door and is like hi let me in and the mom was like uh no and he forces himself in am i allowed to like give a spiel about the movie sure by all means um and he just like beats her to death with like a meat cleaver and this girl like does not care because she sees this stuff all the time because her mom's like cutting open animals and Mm -hmm. people and stuff like that and so she grows up with her dad and her dad eventually passes away and she doesn't want to accept it and she doesn't really understand death because um because like yeah yeah because of all that shit that happened to her when she was younger and so she like just bathes her dad while he's like rotting and like oh. is just like <laughs> weekend at bernie style like carrying him around and like pretending he's alive and then like there's so many weird twists like the guy that beat his mom to death like it turned out the dad like found him in chained him up in their family barn and she like feeds him like raw eggs every morning it's so fucking weird never finished it <laughs> never only terrifying. saw it once it's... it was so weird see in my head i'm imagining that she's like 
feeding her dead dad like oatmeal or something and like talking like thanks for the oatmeal honey you were you were literally you i was if you hadn't done that i was going to do the same exact <laughs> it's thing just like, oatmeal like like because i imagined him at, at like uh at the kitchen table with a like a bib and <laughs> it wasn't wasn't oatmeal for me it was pudding like oh. thank you daughter you're welcome corpse oh, dad you got looks like you got more on your stomach than you got in your mouth i know <laughs> It's Jesus my turn to change the bedpan. <laughs> <laughs> now, going back a little bit to uh, to Reanimator, I do have an interesting I, no, idea, I guess, but question, which is um, now let's pretend that the reanimation process maybe doesn't always turn people feral. Um, <laughs> maybe it uh, it works to a degree. Yeah. Uh, who would you want to like reanimate? I guess like who would be at the top of your list for reanimation? This is for everybody, of course. But Shemp, Shemp Howard, Shemp. See, I was thinking Curly actually, <laughs> but it's funny that we were both thinking one of the three Stooges. Yeah, of course. Well, Emily, you gotta do Larry now. Like, come on. Mm, yeah, that's a waste of fluid. I got it. Oh, jeez. Um, Shimp. Well, okay, if someone got their brains blown out, would, would they be reanimated as if they had, like, half a brain? Are you bringing back uh, Kurt Cobain? I was gonna say JFK. Oh, okay, that works too. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, he'll be fine, like... He'll okay. just be... He'll... he'll. Let's just say, maybe he'll talk slower. Yeah. But maybe... <laughs> it's like... Although I can't imagine a... Uh, now we're going with the Three Stooges. I can't imagine a Three Stooges like half feral, but sometimes okay. Like I, I, I don't know. Like, like the rules being that uh, there has to be a brain. They, are, I think they're beyond uh, not having a brain at this point. Like Curly does an eye poke and the eye comes out of like Mo or something. Eye. It's just, it's just he does an eye poke and it just goes into the hollow sockets. <laughs> it's body horror Three Stooges. I would, I think I would kind of watch that. A, a Cronenberg film. <laughs> oh god. Three Stooges directed by Cronenberg. <laughs> oh my god, I think I just remembered the movie that was on the bill with Reanimator and Frankenhooker. It was Shivers. Shivers. Oh, that was one of his earlier ones, too. Well, it, isn't it called something else, like, now or uh, whenever it came out? I don't know. I, I, I'm not sure. I'm that, not sh I don't even know. Is, is that about a, is that it, about a pirate? About, it, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the one where in the apartment complex and the, you know, the doctor... Yes. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I remember oh, that oh, The Parasite Murders is what it was called. The, the that sounds like a Sherlock Holmes case. <laughs> the, Put a worm in here. their food. Like, I, well, actually, I'm, now I'm thinking that the Parasite is, like, you know, wearing a, uh, a deal, a deal, a deer stalker cap and got the magnifying glass. Like, the Parasite <laughs> is Sherlock Holmes. Like, uh, the Parasite smoking a pipe? Yeah, exactly. He's got a little smoking jacket on and it's playing, uh, it's playing a violin. Doing cocaine. Yeah, well, yeah. And then here comes Parasite Watson just slithering in. Well, slithering in with a limp because he well, just got yeah, back yeah. from the war. He's <laughs> back from Afghanistan. Yeah. It's Dr. Parasite Moriarty. The man of a thousand faces. They all look exactly the same. Yeah. They're well, Moriarty's a hookworm. <laughs> I suppose. Some, somebody stepped in mud without shoes on. Yeah. And, uh, you, know, uh, you know, Holmes is obviously a tapeworm. Oh, of course. And uh, Watson's malaria. <laughs> yes, I know would... a lot of more parasites yeah, than I yeah. thought I would. <laughs> he just rattled them off. That's great. You guys... <laughs> Say the darndest things. This is what yeah. people tune into, I guess. They, they tune in for lunacy. Yeah. 
Hey, do you guys want to hear about a Sherlock Holmes story where they're all parasites of different types? No. Oh, well, here's the <laughs> Sherlock Holmes story where they're all parasites of different types. I will allow this. It's like, I... I'd I, I like Reanimator because it is, um... It is pretty much a quint... Even though it's the first time I'm seeing this, this to me is a almost quintessential 80s horror movie. Yeah. And the one thing I do say about horror movies in the 80s that I absolutely love compared to a lot of horror movies today, because I really, I'm not a huge fan of uh, modern horror movies, is that in the 80s, they just seem to have so many great ideas and they knew how to explore them to their proper conclusion. And, and pacing is also a big thing. Like, modern horror is is very slow going, a very slow boil. Mm -hmm. And, eight, you know, 80s uh, horror, and 90s horror to that extent as well, uh, definitely know how to keep you engaged more. Yeah, I, I can agree. Like, uh, the exception that, uh, you know, being... Uh, uh, <laughs> hereditary. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if there is any movie that needed a head in a pan, <laughs> it would definitely be hereditary. That would be... You know something? Let's yeah. If you mix the universes together, the Hereditary universe and the Reanimator universe, yeah, I think it would make the Reanimator universe, you know, a little bit more interesting. But and I do think it would kind of degrade the uh, the t pure terror that was Hereditary. But it would make it a lot less bleak. That's true. The bleakness it, was what it had going for it. I, I guess. But can you imagine dumb Charlie bumbling around in the in the house as she's <laughs> without a head? Without a head. <laughs> Like the dumb. She's like, I don't want to take my shoes off. <laughs> and it's like, she, but it's just her head rolling around. She doesn't even have shoes. Her body's somewhere far away, already incinerated. I was thinking more like the the heads bumping into the vases and knocking them down, and mother's yelling at her. <laughs> I didn't want to have you either, Charlie. <laughs> She's punishing the the headless corpse and sending the corpse to the room, but the, the head gets to stay. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, the head gets to stay for dinner. The, yeah. the head finished her supper, so she's allowed to stay. Yeah, exactly. See, now I'm thinking of a birthday scene where they have to, like, lift the head up to blow the candles out for her birthday cake. That's all. <laughs> and, Thank you. And then the dumb headless grandmother rotting in the, in the, uh, in the, uh, in the attic. Well, actually, I, I think guess she's still rotting. I guess she's still, I guess she's not as fresh, you know. I think it's like they're, they're both walking around bumping into things, so they have to call, like, a, uh, they have to call an exterminator to, like, you know, spray for headless corpses. And, and the poor father is still pulling, like, even even in that version, he's still miserable and pulling his hair out. He's just like, I, I can't do this anymore, like, He lights himself on fire at that point. <laughs> it's like all the, uh, like, just headless corpses, like, there's like, I'm gonna say 40, 40 or 50 headless corpses somewhere, you know, in the house. Like, whenever he turns the lights on, they scatter, but, yeah. you know, they don't have heads, so they keep on bumping into things. I, I see the mother walking around, batting them with a fly swatter. <laughs> like, the father's, imagine, making ships in a bottle, <laughs> and every every single one- <laughs> And every single one gets broken by the end because of these headless corpses. Honey, we gotta do something. Like hmm? What was that? He's like, um, he's the dude from, like, old, like, uh, sitcoms in like the 80s and the 90s where he like loves to put ships together in bottles. Yeah, he's yeah. like the Dean from like Animal House. He's like Mr. Belvedere. <laughs> <laughs> Guys. Those damn corpses. We have to do something about these corpses. You think we're not calling people on these corpses? <laughs> Honey, another corpse got in the wall again. <laughs> he hits it with a broom to try to scare it out. <laughs> 
Get out of here. Get out of here. Yeah, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's another headless corpse nest in the trees. Always headless corpses that we have in these rean yeah. or in these uh, hereditary discussions. Yeah, well, it, guess, it, it's the theme of the movie. Yeah. I mean, I guess if you had to describe um, hereditary in, like, two words, it'd be headless corpse. Yeah. And Charlie. Yeah. Charlie. Charlie. Charlie bet me. So, uh, I'm, I'm actually so far off topic. <laughs> Uh, with Reanimator, that's a movie. Yeah, Reanimator. <laughs> kind of got sidetracked a little bit there. Um. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it, it, you know, Hereditary will choke anyone. I know. I, I, got, I got. I got a little bit flustered. And yeah, I don't, I don't blame you. So uh, we were talking about like horror movies in the '80s before we kind of got uh, sidetracked and uh, talking about how you know they they do know how to. Um, take their ideas and run with them all the way through to the end. And to me, the moment for that was, of course, when all the heads, or not the heads, oh, I'm talking about heads now, when all the, uh, all the corpses rose up from the, uh, the, the gurneys. At yeah. The I was like, yep, this is taking this one idea and carrying it through all the way to the end. Yeah. Oh, 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 sorry. Mm -hmm. You go, you go. No, by all means. Um, did you guys notice in the beginning, the talking um, heads poster? Yes. <laughs> I, I mentioned that. I was, I was sitting there watching the. Uh, I was watching the movie. And I was like, I just got that joke. And Jeffrey Combs guy looks like the guy from Talking Heads as well. Yeah. <laughs> I like one song by the Talking Heads. I don't think I know any other songs. I don't know any other songs either. <laughs> I like how you knew what I was going to say. Because uh, funny thing was, I was actually thinking about um, bringing that up later on. I was like, oh, I'll put a pin in this, and I'll, I'll mention this later because that's a that's an interesting <laughs> thing to talk about. And. uh... What was I gonna say? Ah, damn it! <laughs> Headless corpses of. Um. Oh, I, I, I think I, uh, I remember what I was gonna say. Uh, one thing I am kind of curious about is what would, uh, what would occur if the Reanimator universe and the Beetlejuice universe existed mm -hmm. in the same, same thing. Like, what would, what would happen to Beetlejuice if he, uh. If, if if he got the uh, the goop uh, from the serum from uh, see, I think that uh, do you think that's the only way you can kill him? Like Freddy Krueger, you have to bring him into into their into into, into their the realm. realm. Yeah, like bring him back to life so you can kill him again. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I think that uh, I think that Beetlejuice is actually happier being dead. Oh well, yeah, that's not the point. <laughs> <laughs> well, like where's his body? Like who knows where his body is? Yeah, because he's just a ghost. Yeah, I don't know. Like uh, he. He, he has... I, I thought he was his own body. Hmm. <laughs> well, if he has a body, what does he have to worry about? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I... See, here's, like... Here's the interesting thing about Beetlejuice. Like, was he buried in those, like, black and white clothes? Uh, I, 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 th I, th I think th the black and white clothes only kind of really came in towards the end. Like, when I, he's I think getting he was, married? Uh... <laughs> He had a red suit on when he was getting married, Mark. That's right. That's right. I'm sorry. What was I thinking? Like, uh, <laughs> like the only time he was wearing the the black and white suit that I can recall is when, uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, Gina, Gina. Lydia. No, no. Yeah, Lydia. Uh, uh, summons him. I guess that's true. Like he was just wearing a bunch of different outfits, like a cowboy outfit. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> in the commercial, <laughs> yeah. and then he's in the graveyard. Oh, just myself. I love Beetlejuice. Have you see, you've seen Beetlejuice. I mean, you must have, because you just corrected me on yeah. my uh, Beetlejuice lore. Oh yeah, huge. I like the musical more, but the movie, the movie suits me for right now. Yeah, it's my favorite Tim Burton film, hands down. 
I think I'm gonna have to go with uh, uh, the second Alice in Wonderland sequel. No, you're not. No, I know. <laughs> I'm not at you're all. You're not gonna go with that. <laughs> no, I think Beetlejuice probably is my favorite as well. Though yeah. no, I haven't seen Edward Scissorhands in a very long time. I kind of want to. I haven't seen Ed Wood ever, and that's. Uh, Tim that's Burton. not bad. That's not bad at all. I think that'd be right up our alley. Yeah, I've seen it. Because we. Oh. Well, never mind then. <laughs> <laughs> but. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I, I think I have I have it on DVD somewhere. Really? No. no I didn't think so. Anyway. <laughs> so, um, well, I guess that answers that question. I was gonna say, what, uh, you know, what what other movies could um could benefit from the uh yeah from the reanimator the, universe? yeah like bring reanimator into it. I guess uh I guess you th- you say Beetlejuice. I think that's fine. Uh-huh. Me, I'm gonna throw him into a Freddy universe because hmm. Freddy's my favorite, and I think that would be. Like we know where, where we know where Freddy's buried. I thought yeah. I thought he was just ashes. He's in a junkyard. Oh yeah, in the third. Didn't one. they he's, burn him? He's, well. Nah, they just blessed him. <laughs> <laughs> what a way to go! I really got his goat. Yeah. <laughs> Bless me, will you? <laughs> hey, I don't like to be blessed. I only stopped him for like a couple of weeks, and he's like, "All right, I'm." That was just him taking a nap. I Every ma- time Freddy dies, I think he's just sleeping. I imagine if you uh, if you gave the reanimator serum to Jason, he just becomes a real boy like Pinocchio. <laughs> oh God! But yeah, he doesn't need to, like Jason's one of the few. Uh, I- I'm gonna say monsters that is really just a. He well, he's a zombie. That's all there is to it. He's just a walking oh, uh, zombie. Later in the series, yeah. I think he was just a big a big lummox. Yeah. You know, it, it, initially. Yeah. In the first. Uh, oh, go ahead. Mm-hmm. I feel like you guys are wasting the juice. Like these people are, are already figured out how to come back from the dead. Yeah, that's yeah, that true. true. All three of the th- all the three of the things we mentioned <laughs> do not need the reanimator juice. Uh, yeah, I guess <laughs> uh, we're bad at this. Yeah. We'll, we'll bring back two of the three Stooges, yeah. and and Emily's bringing back you know world leaders. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So how about you? Well, who would you? Uh, I've got now. I got to think of some other. Yeah, I know. Uh, I, but now, you uh, threw uh, us Beetle off. Beetlejuice and Freddy Krueger. <laughs> Let's bring it back. A murderer. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, well, all right. So, what about you, Emily? Uh, what are some other universes you could, you think you can bring in? Ooh. Um. Well, like Star Wars, irrelevant. Because if you're a good mm-hmm. enough boy, you get a Force Ghost. Yeah, that's true. Qui Gon mm-hmm. does get one because he's a Sith. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I think yeah. You know, at some point, like he didn't get a Force Ghost. Like he was a he was a Jedi, but at some point, like he kicked a puppy, <laughs> and it was just enough. I mean, he didn't yeah. disappear when he died, and every other Jedi disappears when they die. They had to burn him. Very disappointing. <laughs> Very disappointing. <laughs> Revoke his ghost status. Oh. Um, Force Gump, bring Jenny back. Oh no, Jenny was the worst thing. <laughs> Jenny. Jenny just here we go. No, don't get me started on Jenny. Jenny just used here, this poor here, dummy. Here, here, take this, take this. What there is that? Go. There we go. There we go. You're fine now. She, Jenny <laughs> is the Daisy of the Forrest Gump universe. <laughs> oh Lord. Uh, well, gee, now I'm trying to think about someone who I would want to bring back from these movies. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna mix with the Alien universe. Uh, aliens. Okay. I'm gonna bring back Hicks. From uh, from aliens, uh, Bill Paxton. Ooh, ooh. The Matrix. Bring back the entire Matrix. No, not like. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, what's the dude's name? Mouse. Oh, the, oh, poor Mouse. 
The, was that the kid that made the red dress? Yeah, he yeah, made he the, red dress. the red dress. Yeah, bring him back. Didn't he die? Yeah, he got shot. Yeah. He was the first uh, one bring to him die. Aw. I'll bring back Agent Smith. <laughs> I don't yeah, know how this works. There was, a, there was enough of them. Yeah, I, I don't know how this works. He he clearly also you conquered just copy death. Copy and paste him, <laughs> and there you go. He's fine. Uh, I would from the Matrix universe. That's just a general, but yeah, the Matrix. Uh, well, I'll bring back Trinity. She was cool. She's uh, not, is she dead? She died in the third one. Well, are, are we gonna? Are we gonna? Are, are we, we gonna, gonna include use, the third one? Are we I guess include not. Include the this, the other two. I, I guess thought we kind of disavowed those. Yeah. Uh, I'd bring back the black cat. Oh, the, the deja vu cat? Yeah, the deja vu. Uh, I presumed <laughs> it was hit by a bus after oh. I left. That was the same cat that uh, that Jeffrey Crombs brought back. That was the same one that oh. in the beginning. Yeah. That's why it was so angry. It was a deja vu cat. Like, I, I'd be angry too if I was thrown against a wall. <laughs> so many times yeah. you just get, you get slighted so many times you just can't take it anymore honestly mm -hmm. I like to believe that the even though he did kind of hint on it, it's like ah you know birth is painful I was like I imagine that in, uh, in their universe like death is very peaceful it's a nice you know transgression from one state to another and then when you have to go back the other way it's very painful and it's like it's like taking a cold shower and it's like you're not happy after you take a cold shower and now like imagine your whole life is a cold shower. That's why everything is so angry in Reanimator. Uh, when you when you get sh shot with the juice and you wake up and the you're rabid and you have no control over your body or your mind and you, you just think to yourself, this is just like a cold shower. This yes. fucking sucks. I, I imagine this is slightly annoying. I, I would say it's probably closer to you know when you're blackout drunk. <laughs> I don't get violent on blackout. Drunk. Are you out of your mind? <laughs> I get death threats all the time from you. <laughs> I get death threats when I'm not drunk. I know, but I get more when you're drunk. <laughs> and, uh... Yeah, that... Yeah, no, they're that. Yeah. Blackout drunk, that's Blackout what... Blackout drunk. <laughs> that's what being reanimated is like. I, I wonder how it would, uh... How the reanimator, uh... Serum would affect the Ghostbusters universe. Would it just put them out of business? Hmm... Um. Well, I feel like some people, they, instead of do not resuscitate, they're like, do not reanimate. I wish to be dead. Yeah, like, I want to... See, the Ghostbusters, they have to deal with the, the cleanup after that. Yeah. Like, as soon as, um... As soon as, like, the, you know, they give up the ghost and the ghost kind of rises yeah. and goes to heaven, then they zap them and put them in their little box. <laughs> as soon as they're free, just... Yeah. Put him in a Pokeball. <laughs> oh man, that's a, that, those are two universes. Yeah. There are ghosts in Pokemon. Yeah, I think there, there are. There I are? think so. Yeah. Okay. And uh, Pokemon and Reanimator. That's what we're talking about, right? Uh, sure. <laughs> uh, Reanimator Snorlax. So <laughs> Battle Dance. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So reanimating, maybe, uh, maybe the guy from Ghost. Maybe he deserved to be reanimated. Patrick Swayze? Yeah, Patrick Swayze from Ghost. Maybe Casper deserved to be reanimated. No, he didn't. He poisoned those school children. Well, <laughs> that was a mistake. He still poisoned them. <laughs> Just because it's a mistake doesn't mean you can get away with it. Yeah, I know. I they called him back then, uh, they called him Typhoid Casper. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, so we have Patrick Swayze. Yeah, Mufasa, can we bring him back? Yeah, he's a cloud. 
he's, he's back to life. He's yeah. he knows what's good. Yeah, he's in cloud form. Uh, he I, figured it out. I I think he comes back as a hurricane. Just, <laughs> just wipes the savanna clean. <laughs> this place needs a purge. You see, you see, you see. I'm thinking that you know you bring back Mufasa with the reanimator juice. Um, and he becomes more feral, and it's fine because he's an animal. You know, he's a lion. I imagine a a feral lion just becomes tame. It's like one of those <laughs> toothless circus lions, <laughs> where, he, where he he comes back and he just balances on a ball. <laughs> Mufasa, we need you. You know what? I'll be honest. The hyenas wouldn't fuck with a guy who's doing that. No, that's the most dangerous creature you can. I don't know what he's gonna do next. Uh, I, I imagine it's just like he only comes out for ceremonial occasions. They they keep him <laughs> kind of more, uh, you know, in the caves. He's like the royal family. <laughs> yeah, he, he's like one of those royal family members that they're they're not quite as proud of. Prince Philip. Yeah. <laughs> I hope he doesn't hear this. What is he gonna do? He looks like he's been sitting in a crock pot for like <laughs> 30 years. Yeah, speaking of reanimated corpses. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so Mufasa, like they only bring him out every now and again. You know, like... He, uh, he waves to the crowd and stares at the balloons. Now here's the thing, in this universe, Scar is actually... Because he has to, he has to lead but keep up the facade. Yeah. So he's almost like uh, de facto in, in charge. And so, uh, he's less cruel and, you know, hyena-friendly. He's just kind of trying to keep, you know, make ends meet while, you know, balancing this, uh, this lie at the same time. And it kind of, it tears him apart inside, is what I'm saying. I, I, I imagine he's just this stressed-out lion trying to keep a budget somehow. Like, uh, like, all right, we can't eat the, these zebras because we're starting to lose zebras. We have to eat the antelope. <laughs> and, like, he starts going bald from the stress. I was say he has bald patches. <laughs> He's a paunch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the Lion King universe yeah. works perfectly with the reanimator. Exactly. Yeah. I'd be down with it. And all right. Simba overdoses somehow. Oh, and the reanimator fluid? No, just drugs. Oh. I was gonna say, like, I was gonna say, like, you know, because I know how Jeffrey Combs has the, uh, almost, like, in the reanimator, he almost has, like, an addiction to the, uh... Yeah, they never really, uh, they didn't really, uh, talk about that. I, I thought, uh... Just to keep his brain kind of going. Yeah. No well, microdosing. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I thought that's, uh, how he kind of survived that, uh, chemical smoke. Yeah, uh, at that, the end. Yeah, because he was kind of in between worlds. With the, uh, reanimator juice in him. And I know there's a brighter reanimator, I'm assuming he's gotta be in it. Actually, I don't yeah, know, I've never seen it, so... And, uh, then there was a... Son of re reanimator. And then reanimator in space. Of course. Reanimator <laughs> in the hood, I remember that. Reanimator <laughs> lost in New York. <laughs> reanimator back to the hood. Oh. oh! And, of course, um... I got nothing, I... Reanimator I electric boogaloo. <laughs> reanimator viva rock Vegas. Reanimator kicks back. <laughs> Reanimator knuckles up. <laughs> yeah, we we got a million of them apparently. Reanimator two, Herbert's Revenge. Yes. Re <laughs> Reanimator two, Judgment Day. Yep. Uh, Reanimator two, uh, three, Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> and of course, we have the prequels. Oh, oh of course. Where there's no Jeffrey Combs and uh, only the cat. Named yeah, Barbara so Lynx. 
Bar. You say Barbara Binks? Bar Bar oh. Links. Oh, yeah, that's good. It gets my. So stamp. Simba's coming back. Yes. All right. The new pride. The new <laughs> batch. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's talk about some final thoughts of Reanimator. I liked it a lot. I thought it was a. Uh, I thought it was a very very well done movie. Um, a lot of. A lot of ideas, a lot of big ideas, and it just had a great climax, and everything, every every idea was satisfied to, uh, at least for me, like, all the way through to the end. Yeah. Uh, I, I think uh, it's definitely an instant classic. I don't really think it gets the uh, the attention it deserves. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I like the effects. I like the acting. Uh, like I said before, Jeffrey Combs is one of my uh, favorite kind of typecast actors. And definitely uh, worth the watch if, uh, if if no one has seen it yet. What he said. <laughs> uh, absolute classic. Um, H.P. Lovecraft is a little bitch. Stop making movies about Cthulhu <laughs> and give us an entire Reanimator franchise. Reanimator Back to the Hood. Yes. What we just said. Everything. More Reanimators. Please, no more Cthulhu. You know, you guys know that movie that just came out with like Kristen Stewart and they went underwater and like the big twist was that it was like, oh my God, Cthulhu's in the water. No, I don't. Uh, I didn't know about that. It's... No, spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> it was Cthulhu in the water. It's tra- oh. Is that the Shyamalan movie, Cthulhu in the water? Ugh. Ugh. I think, I think it was directed by Shyamalan. Oh, wow. No. All right. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. I gotta, I, ha- I have to confirm this. Did All you right. know, uh, Shyamalan wrote the screenplay for Stuart Little. Yeah, actually, I, I really. Yeah, I saw the on. I think it was like the Stouter Critic or something like that. Huh. He was talking about it. It was the mouse all along. <laughs> all right, That's... so it was called Underwater, and it was not written by Shyamalan. But that is like a Shyamalan twist Shyamalan that twist. would disappoint yeah. anyone. All right, so um, Emily, do you have anything that you'd like to promote? Uh, hello, my name is Emily. Uh, I make music. Um, I have a long-term band called Local News Legend, and we sing about uh, depression and stuff, but we also, or I also have a dumb pop project called Jack the Stripper, and we make pop music for bimbos, and it's fun. And we had a guy dress up like Herbert West for our last music video, (laughs) and it's going to be fun. And I bought a, like replica syringe with like the bright green shit in it to Mm -hmm. like use for the music video and then it didn't come in time so i had to buy those like party syringes for shots and i filled it with baja blast oh perfect nice but i mean it it's green it's goop (laughs) ecto cooler if they would have still made it is is there a uh a a website or a uh a channel that uh they can see some of your stuff at Yes, yes, okay, my YouTube is literally just Emily G, but there's a picture of me, I have red hair, and I'm holding a guitar, and I have a lot of subscribers, and that's, a lot is in like 5,000, but that's a lot to me. Yeah, that's a lot, yeah. But, that's where you can find all of my music, and then Jack the Stripper is at 666JackTheStripper on Instagram, Uh, Local News Legend is just that on Instagram, and my personal Instagram, because I have so many, is I was mugged by the Mothman. Just like that. <laughs> Perfect. Nice. All right, great. Um, I can vouch for Emily. I, I've 
seen her music before. I've seen a couple of live things you do on Facebook, and I think that you're fantastic. I'm very happy that you decided to join us on this podcast, so thank you very much. Thank you. Of course. Thanks for having me. All right, everybody, uh, take it easy now. A toodaloo. Bye. That'll put a little SOPs. <laughs>